Hello and welcome to a Toaster Whore. That was really exciting music this week, Allison. Thank you. I've been exploring the same clip just in different points of time. Well, what I really appreciate it is the juxtaposition it's going to have, like how I threw out that vocab word from our summary. Yeah, for us. it was great. Um, to the movie we're going to talk about this week because it's not very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> exciting music. Not so exciting music. Yeah. And the drink, I think, is too exciting. Oh, boy. So it's going to be a wild ride. Or maybe not. Who or knows? maybe a short one. Uh, well, you know. <laughs> you'll have that. <laughs> maybe people want that at this point. They're like, girls, you talked two hours about Child's Play and it was 90 minutes. Come on. I think it was necessary. There's a lot to say. There was a lot to say about Child's Play. But today, as we're talking about the gift, maybe not so much <laughs> So... Minimal things to say. However, as we drink our two drinks, we drink two drinks with every podcast we do to go with the movie, um, things might get interesting because if we have to drink fast... <laughs> gonna hit a little bit hard. Oh, I don't know if I'm ready. <laughs> I'm still convalescing. You had a rough one this past weekend. I did. I did. You'll make it. Happy birthday, J. Sky. Okay. What a time. <laughs> what a time to be alive. What a time. Uh, do you want to hit the facts and then we'll get to the drink? Let's hit the we facts. Need start, we need to start drinking. Okay. The Gift came out in 2015. This was Marie's picks. Marie mm-hmm. does the recent picks. I do the old picks. Marie has decided that uh, new picks are 2015 and higher. Later. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, this movie, The Gift, stars Jason Bateman, Rebecca Hall, Joel Edgerton. Edgerton? Thank you. I was like, it's not Edgerton. But I'm going to say Edgerton. And those are the three main stars. There was one, the neighbor lady. Allison Tolman. What is she from? She definitely looked really familiar. She yes. is in Krampus. Oh, she... Oh, she. I, I was like, oh, she was in Fargo. But that was not the season that I just watched. Fargo, Good Girls is where you may have seen her. Yeah, that's probably where I did. Never finished that series, though. Yeah, you know. Oh, she's also in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. She's in stuff. The House with uh, Will Ferrell and Amy Poehler. That's the where I know. Man. I Jason Manzoukas. love that movie. It's such a good movie. It's so fucking funny. Yeah. And it comes out of nowhere. You don't think it's going to be that funny. It didn't get a lot of traction, which is very sad. I don't remember seeing one preview for it. And then one day we stumbled on it. And it was like, all right, well, let's give this a shot. And it was so funny. Yeah. Yeah. I I just love Jason Manzoukas and anything and everything. Every time I saw him in John Wick, I was so surprised that it was him. And like, <laughs> I never lost my surprise. I was like, oh, it's Jason Manzoukas. Yeah. Bernard would be like, we just saw him, what, 10 minutes ago. I'm like, but here he is again. <laughs> I love him. Yes. And he's the Mucinex man these days. Oh, that I did not know. Yeah. He's really... Hitting all the spots. Paddling those antihistamines. Nope, but the, do it. Nice try. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> the expectorants and the cough suppressants. There we go. 
Um, this movie was directed and written by Joel Edgerton. He had a lot of um, hands in this pie. I don't At want anything two. to do with the pie. <laughs> well, you did. I did. I ate the pie, <laughs> and I didn't want the pie. Um, so to go with this movie, uh, we're going to have Koi Martinis. Koi, K-O-I, like the fish, because fish, koi fish specifically, were get a gift in this movie. And it is two ounces of gin. The directions call for a lighter juniper profile. So I hope that the one that I had is a lighter juniper profile. Yeah. It's a Japanese gin. It's I think it's Roku gin. Okay. So I'm not sure what the juniper profile is like. I would I wasn't making a trip. I'm gonna have to take a look and like while we're talking and be it's probably gonna be like main ingredient juniper. juniper. Well, juniper is used for all gin, I believe. I, I don't care. I'm teasing. I think it would be funny. Um, a half ounce Lilit Blanc, a half ounce Italicus, which Allison said is kind of like a citrus liqueur. Is it a liqueur or a liquor? It's a, it's, liqueur? It's a liqueur. An yes. aperitif, if you will. Okay. I don't, I don't know, know what I, the fuck those things I are. I just made up a bunch of shit. And five dashes of orange bitters. Yes. All right. It has quite the strong smell. I'm looking up the juniper. Um, but it's not an unpleasant smell. I, so I'm thinking that this is going to be reminiscent of a Vesper, which you don't care for. I do. I have to be in the right mood. Gotcha. gotcha. Wait, wait, okay. So I think that this is a lower content of juniper. The deep flavor of yuzu Cherry blossom scent, and it says extracts of the 14 botanicals. So I think that is a lighter juniper, but I also could be talking out my ass. Hey, people who like gin, email us toast to romcoms at gmail.com. Is this a low juniper gin? Who knows? What Cheers. are some low juniper gins? Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> That is unpleasant. That's really unpleasant. Oh my gosh. Um, is it bad that it tastes like water to me? I think that's yes. a sign of alcoholism. This is, this is really bad. It's like one of the ones that I'm going to have to end up chugging. Wait, you taste mine and I'll taste yours. Maybe I mix them differently. Yours is worse. I think yours is worse. <laughs> but that doesn't mean yours is better. It's still bad. So I picked this because, number one, we had all the ingredients. Number two, the one that you found was it. Oh, God. Are you going to make it? Are you going to vom? I don't know. I'm going to. I don't know. I can't even go over a flavor profile for this. Like, what do you say? They don't seem to jive. It tastes like gasoline wrapped in ga grass. Um, it tastes like gin. Just straight gin? It just tastes like straight gin. 
I don't taste that citrus flavor that... Because you took a swig of the Italicus. Mm -hmm. Do you think it was citrusy? I also added a lot of ice in this on purpose. So the Vesper is better, we're going to say. What flavor is Lille Blanc? It's like a sweet dessert wine thing. And it actually is kind of pleasant on its own as well. Oh, oh no. Boy. Okay. Power through. Oh no. Is this going to be the bicicletta all over again? I don't think it's that bad. Mm, uh, it might be the second worst drink. We've had some bad ones. But I couldn't do ice cream. I couldn't do... Because you found that monkey one because I found the monkey one. Yeah. I couldn't do it, man. Why? So thick. I would have... Yeah. <laughs> Not with two C's. <laughs> I couldn't do... I couldn't do it. And you weren't doing the vodka iced tea. I hate sweet tea. I do too, but it, it's, it's better than this. It's probably better than this. It's better than this. Yeah. I don't know. Do we squeeze like a lemon in here? I don't... One, we don't have lemon. We have real lemon. Well, that's what I meant. We could try. Might make it more palatable. What about it trying a different gin? I don't know if that's gonna make it better, but we could try that too. I have a citrus gin. Okay. I also I don't want to waste good gin on this. Yeah, I don't think we should. The less swallows, the better. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I'm going to be honest. Yes. I would rather drink this than that child's play drink that we had. That sweet ass sugary beer. Mm, No, I'd rather, I'd rather do that. I don't, I know it's more liquid, but I think it's easier to get down. There's a weird aftertaste. I bet you that's the Italicus. It's not good. Like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I have to steal some of my kids' candy as chasers on, like, for the next drink. So, like, drink, have a skittle. Drink, have a skittle. <laughs> drink, have a skittle. It's like a reward. It's like college. Whenever we didn't have chasers, we would just, like, eat goldfish or something after we took a shot. Oh, that made me just shake. I can't even think about that. I do have goldfish, too, but I figured those were too crunchy for the mic. Like, this is... This is rough. This is rough. Okay. I need to drink a lot of water. You got a nerd's rope that really helped. It's so bad. Who put those flavors together and was like, yes, this works? My stomach is roiling. You can't talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, do you need like an antacid or something? That made my gorge rise. Your gorge? Yeah. What's that mean? Like your vomit? Your gorge? Yeah. Isn't that a thing? I don't know. I feel like that's a thing. I don't know. Email us, listeners. (laughs) Made my gorge rise. <laughs> like the river gorge. Well, now you make me feel dumb. Okay, I'm gonna drink a lot of water. 
and I don't know what to do or how to get through this, but uh, we'll see. So let me summarize this movie. Please do. This movie is about a couple who is moving to California to start over whenever they bump into the husband's old high school friend who latches on. He He's like... And inserts himself into their life. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of real creepy. He is. He's stage five clinger. He really is. Yeah. Um... Can you tell me about our categories? Because I can't remember them at the moment. (laughs) Oh, was that the end of your summary? Yep. Oh, okay. I... Short, sweet, (laughs) creep. Okay. (laughs) That's it. Clings. There's a lot of stuff. And he brings them gifts. That I have to get over right now. (laughs) The drink, that summary. (laughs) Um, Okay. So the categories... We're going to start off talking about what type of horror movie this is. Um, Then we're going to dive into the villain and the hero. And talk about different things relating to them. How they're killing, their MO, origin stories, character development, all this good stuff. Uh, We're going to talk about scary, scary factors, scare factor, jump scares. Um, And then some final thoughts that we have regarding how much therapy these people are going to be needing I can't get my tongue to work right. Do we do do we get in there foolish decisions? No, foolish We're decisions are after, yep. Um that the characters make. And yeah, good stuff. Okay. Great. I forgot my cheat sheet so I needed you to go over this. So you had never seen this movie before. I have not. Yes. This is my first time. I had thought I'd never seen the movie. No way. You'd seen it before? I had seen it before. Bernard was like, we watched it. I was like, no, we didn't. He goes, yeah. He's like, maybe I watched it before you. I was like, no, it's 2015. We were married. He's like, we watched this together. I'm like, no, we didn't. And then the, I saw Jason Bateman for the first time. I was like, we watched this together. No way. But I had no recollection. Probably for a reason. Yes, it was for a reason. It's because this movie was incredibly slow and boring. And I really yeah. feel bad saying it. I do. I feel like Joel Edgerton, like, really went after it. Oh, you feel bad. I thought you felt bad for suggesting it. And I was going to say, no, no. Don't be that hard on yourself. (laughs) I wasn't. Okay. (laughs) I was saying, I feel bad on I'm going to, like, really be just not enjoying Joel Edgerton's work on this. Because, you know, when you're the writer, the director, and you're acting, (laughs) like, you put your heart into this, man. He really did. And it wasn't good. We just didn't like it. No. Yeah, and no real likable people, really. Like, even the wife kind of got on my nerves sometimes. Wife didn't bother me. I don't know. Okay. We'll talk about her, because she kind of did bother me now that I'm thinking about it. Okay. So, I don't really think this is a horror movie. I would classify it as a thriller. Yes. But thriller and horror toe the line together. They do. I Specifically, I don't really think it was a horror movie because, like, no one died. I mean, yeah. There was no murder. There was no gore. There was no... I don't know how to describe it. Yeah. 
It's not what you think of when you think of horror. There were jump scares. There were jump scares. Both of them. Well, there were two that got me. I I bet we had the same two. Mm-hmm. But yeah, two of them got me too. Um, I think that this movie made me more uncomfortable than scared. Even through the jump scares. Because there were, there were some creepy parts of the movie. There were cringe moments. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I felt like I cringed a lot. And I also felt like it was a little bit predictable. You know, at the end of this podcast, are, is it going to turn out that we like this movie? I feel like we're talking ourselves into it right now. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm saying it wasn't scary. There were a couple of jump scares and it was predictable. What? What? Why would you think that I liked it? You said it was a little predictable. It just seemed like as we were talking about it, we were kind of making the move to the positive side. That's all. I don't like predictable. That's why I like Saltburn so much. I had no idea what kind of shit was going to go down with that. Mm. I like the shock and awe. And like, I really expected the end, honestly. Oh, of the gift? Yeah. Okay. Um, I did not. Yeah, maybe I've just watched too many fucked up things before that I'm just, like, desensitized. I don't know. I hadn't even watched this before and I didn't see that. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Um, so, like we said, I am not going to classify this as a horror. We're going to classify it as a thriller. I do think there's some psychological stuff with it, though. Because you don't know whether it's in her head for a long time, or it's like she's imagining somebody in her house, or if she's just on edge, and then you find out the pill thing, and then you're like, mm-hmm. oh, she's crazy, or is it happening, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, I just burped, and I tasted, oh boy. Oh, you gotta chill. You gonna be okay over there? Yep. All right, take another drink of water. Um, so the villain is an interesting question mm. for this movie, mm-hmm. but I know we're going to have the same answer. Simon. Absolutely. Jason Bateman's the villain. He's the fucking worst. Yeah. How did he hide it from his wife for that long? Here's the thing. I said my third note is these peeps are sus. And I was talking about Jason Bateman and both the wife because I was like, they're running away from something. They seem really weird. Like, something about them's not right. Because of the move? Yeah. Okay. But I think it turned out that they moved for not a very sus reason. Her pill problem? That's what I... I I took it as... I took it as she had a miscarriage and then got addicted to painkillers? Or, like, was using pills to escape, like, the trauma. Yes. I gleaned the same. Okay. So I didn't think anything of the fact that they were moving. Okay. I don't know. I was just suspicious of them immediately. (laughs) The... Did two suspicious things to me. One... They took up the cash register space when they weren't ready to check out. Oh, That annoyed the fuck out of me. Like, he was like, oh, yeah, I'm ready. And he goes, oh, my wife's bringing something. And then she didn't come for, like, five minutes. Get the fuck out of line. Yeah. Rude. That's entitled behavior. Yeah. 
So that I didn't like. And then um, it's 2015, right? Mm-hmm. She called her husband from a landline. Who does that? <laughs> we have iPhones. Use your fucking cell phone, weirdo. That's true. <laughs> yes, that's right. I had an iPhone like four or whatever at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't get that either. I just immediately felt that Simon was a very insincere person. Okay. Like, a, I, I don't know. He's just seemed like a dick bag. Okay. Um, I didn't get that right off the bat because I do think that Gordo was weird. And, like, how he kept dropping by during the workday when it seemed like Simon wouldn't be home. And I do think that was on purpose. I don't mm-hmm. I don't want to paint Gordo as this like innocent character. He's not, but I think he has a lot of trauma and I don't so this is it like goes back to like Leatherface and stuff. Like they're just the product of what they've been made into. <laughs> I just compared Gordo the weirdo to Leatherface. To Leatherface. No, I agree. And I and I don't think he will hurts anybody except Simon and even then it's psychologically hurting him. It's not like the physical trauma that Gordo went through. Right. At the hands of others. At the hands of Simon. Mm, He, no. Was Simon's just psychological kind of too? Well, no. I mean, Simon did beat, beat on him in this movie. Yeah, I'm talking, I'm specifically talking about when they were kids. Okay. So, but Gordo's dad was physically abusive to him due to the rumors that Simon spread. Yes. So, Simon is the villain because he was a bully, period, as a kid. And as an adult. And as an adult. You were correct. That whole Danny McDonald thing was awful. Yeah. And that was a twist. That was a surprise. I was not expecting him to be the one who like broke the window and stuff so i liked that but yeah simon just made up this rumor about this poor kid and it ruined his life forever yeah i think the first the first moment i thought simon wasn't as good as maybe he was being portrayed was when he was talking about um the old science teacher's nickname. He's like, they still have the nickname form I gave them 10 years later or something like that. It was like... Smells a lot or something? Yes. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, that's... Rude. Just, yeah. It's just being a dick. Mm-hmm. It was weird that his wife was such a bleeding heart type of person and he was how he was and she didn't know for this long... Or was he bullying or gaslighting her and making her think it was all in her head? That's not very clear. Yeah. No, we don't have access to that information. So, while Gordo appeared to be the villain at first... Right. uh, It was very much Simon. A hundred percent Simon. Although Gordo did some pretty bad things to, to the wife. He did. He overstepped his boundaries to get back at Simon. Mm-hmm. Are we ready to move on to Hero? Well, yes. Is it the wife? Is it Jangles? 
He was a really cute dog. He was a really cute dog. Um, I was so worried about him. I know, me too. And that's why I think at heart, Gordo's an okay person, because he didn't hurt the dog. He took care of the dog. The dog was clean. Also, the dog always seemed excited to see him. Like, in movies like this, they usually show the dogs not wanting to be around Mm, the bad person. What a good point. You know, they always seem to shy away or bark or growl or whatever. And he just always went up and mm, saw Gordo. Not in fear, though. In fear, Mark Wahlberg really got in with that Uh, dog. Then he chopped its head off and shoved it through the doggy door. Do you remember that? (laughs) That was, like, the most horrific part of that entire movie. I think that was, like, the main death, too. I think, like, maybe one of his... Oh, he died. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the main character. You know. The dog's more important. The dog was so much more important. That was a good movie, though. I liked that movie. Yeah. I think that's more horror than this movie. It's pretty fucked up. Yeah. I just remember him, like, beating himself on the chest over and over. Yeah. And you're like, what is he doing? (laughs) Like, stop, you'll hurt yourself. <laughs> that was the idea. <sighs> oh, yeah, it was. It's been a while since I saw that. Uh, it's, it hasn't been too long for me. I think, like, what, a year? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I saw it in the theaters, and that was it for me. It was good. Oh, really? Yeah. That dog really did it for you? Or was it the wild horses? I don't know how that... The wild horses is playing on the roller coaster scene. Yeah, I was uncomfortable with that scene. I was not ready for that scene when I was like, what, 14? I was like, what? On a roller coaster? Wasn't it rated R? No way you were watching this. 100%. It's Kentucky. They don't care. (laughs) I'm checking to make sure. Listen, I got carded in Pittsburgh when I was 16 and I wasn't allowed to see a rated R movie. It's Pittsburgh. They care. Kentucky doesn't care. Especially when you know people who work the ticket stands. It was rated R. And it came out in 1996. So I was 15. Pardon. Okay. All right. 15. The years have it. Sorry. Man. Okay. Well, that has been settled. I thought you were exaggerating. I win. My apologies. (laughs) So, oh, yeah, the hero. The hero. It has to be the wife, but she doesn't really do anything. I mean, she just has a conscience. She has basic human decency. Which is the most anybody has in this movie. Yeah. So she's she is concerned about Gordo's feelings. She talks to him. She invites him in. She's very kind. And it also comes out, at one point, Simon goes to apologize to Gordo for what happened in high school, and it comes out, he's like, I'm only here because my wife made me. Yeah, I couldn't think of her name. Robin. Robin. Yeah. And then Gordo's like, oh, so you don't really want to be here. Honestly, it was the most piss poor apology I've ever heard. It was terrible. You don't try to have a heartfelt apology and then immediately afterward go, do you accept? (laughs) Like, no, that's not how that works. And then he, like, beats the shit out of him being like, accept my apology. <laughs> After he kicks a milk crate Aww. of papers, I felt so I felt so bad. bad, too. You have to think. Like, I know there's a certain mindset, okay? Like, you see your bully. It's going to be hard to mentally get past that and stand up for yourself. 
But you have to think that Gordo could have beat him up, right? Like, if he really wanted to. Yeah, because wasn't he a soldier? Yeah, he was in the military. Maybe, I guess, the trauma just overtakes. I don't know. Or is it part of the long game for him? That's what I couldn't tell. Uh, is it trauma or is he playing his part? Because you saw him take that sling off at the end. That was a good move. It was a good move. I like that part. I was like, ooh. See? There are parts in here that we like. So it's not all bad. It's just definitely not the worst movie I've ever seen. Yeah. It's very mid-range. It's, it's okay. You put it on and you play on your phone. Or do something else. So that was a problem. What? Well, I watched this movie last night at one in the morning. Oh. Because I was rereading Crescent City for the release of Crescent City 3. Oh. And all I wanted to do was read that book. And then I was on Instagram, like, scrolling and looking at, like, fan art. And then I was like, oh, shit, what happened? What happened? That's I have to rewind. Terrible. It's just how, it's what I wanted. That is awful. What's... Oh, boy. I hear whispering. Hey, guys. Hi! Oh! What's you... this? It's your gift. Oh! <laughs> we have a gift! We have a gift! Way to, way to deliver these, buddy. Thank oh. you. Oh, Our... that, that's the one that took the nut for me, then I took that from the bottom. We oh. have a gift of different drinks. Hooray! We are saved we by know, a gift. We know who the hero is now. It's my husband. What's Bernard. in these? What is uh, this? That is ounce of gin, half ounce of cranberry juice, half ounce of orange juice, a splash of... He gave it to what's the red thing? Grenadine? Yeah, splash of grenadine and three ounces of champagne on the top. Oh, so did you try it? Wait, no, can you, it You've had can it. you say it again, honey? I think it's a... Uh, this is, I guess... What is it? Juniper Royale. Get that beer it's a summer drink. It's a gift oh, that. thank you. Thanks, guys. It's all, it was all that. Well, you helped. Really, it's Hi. really nice. And look, here comes Pickles. Hi, Pickles. Make sure that you guys do not spill the drinks because Pickles is Thanks. I need you to go back. All right. Good well, night. That's going to be very mad. I'm not going to be Come on, Pix. Bye! I hope it's good. Thank you very much. I don't think Cheers. Cheers. Oh, it's infinitely better. That is so much better. It's insane. Let me know when you're free for your second gift. No, we get two gifts. How many gifts did uh, she get in this movie? Eleven. Oh, wow. You had that answer very fast. I look, it was on IMDb. Oh. And since you asked, it's also, I disagree with it. I think it's more like 10. Um, because, do, 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 do the bottle of wine, mm-hmm. the fish, mm-hmm. the fish food. Ah, uh, that's lame. But then it says the apology letter. I don't count the apology letter. I'll give you fish food. I won't give you the apology mm-hmm. letter. Um, Mr. Jangles returned. That's not a gift. The baby carrier. Yes. The key. Yes. CD. Yes. The DVD that Gordon made. Yeah. Um, Apocalypse Now DVD. And he gave them glass cleaner for the windows. That's right. Mm-hmm. So I would say it's more like nine. Okay. Oh, my God. Ugh. This is so... I, I seriously... I was gonna bomb. Yeah. My stomach doesn't feel good. Like, he said gin was in this, and I was like, oh. 
but it's so much lighter. And the flavors mash, which is really important in your drink. <laughs> it certainly is. So. Oh, hey, to the gift. To the gift. Sorry, listeners, we can't do it. In your 30s and 40s, you just can't puke. Listen, we've only done, we've only gotten rid of a drink twice. Including this time. Including this time. Right. One was, oh, it was pretty Negroni. early. It wasn't a Negroni. No, it was, oh, I'm sorry, Campari. it was Campari. Yeah. That's right. I think we described it as tasting like a skunk's asshole. Yes. And it immediately took all of the saliva from my mouth. Yeah, it was bad. And then this one. We've made it through some tough drinks before, but there was going to be a run to the bathroom at some point, And I don't need that. Immediately, like, nosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. I like your abbreviation for nauseous now. Oh, nosh. Nosh. Well, nosh. So I guess it is the wife just because she's a decent human being. But she doesn't really do anything to be a hero. She just tries to make... That apology. I don't know. I think she grows. Like, she decides to leave Simon at the end. Yeah. And I think that shows character development. Especially after you have a baby. Yeah, that's, that's scary. Yeah. So, and again, we don't know where the pill habit formed in her old life. Maybe it was because of Simon yeah. and how he treated her. Yeah. Excuse me. Are you going to puke? No, I think I'm okay. Oh, I, yeah, she had a really big backbone to be like, I don't want this child to be associated with you mm-hmm. and be like, no, I'm leaving you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She didn't keep her friend with her to make the talk. She did it in the hospital. Mm-hmm. He wasn't very accepting of it. No, but I just think that's how he was. Yeah. He was like, well, I'm going to go get a shower. I'll come back later. Also, I didn't love that he was leaving her. Like, I get you can't stay the night there, but it's, like, midday. Even then, I don't know. I don't want my husband to leave after I give birth. Like, I feel like you... I don't know. I don't know protocol. But also, did you notice how far away he was from her when she was actually delivering the baby? No. I picked up on that right away. I was like, he's not touching her. He's not supporting her. He's just standing in the background near her head. Oh. Like, her friend was being supportive and he was just like all right i'm here now it really upset me yeah that's not how a husband should act and he was real into the baby i think the idea of the baby at least i've made it clear that if i ever do have a child then my husband has to look at what happens down there that's his punishment Okay. I'm like, you gotta watch it. This is what you've done. I've said that multiple times. And how does that go over? All right. (laughs) (laughs) Like exactly how you think James would react. Yep. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Side. Yes. I'll look. Maybe we could say that the neighbor is the hero. She's there every time that Robin has a problem. They are nice people. Both of them are very nice. Yeah. They allow her into the house. They tell her she can stay. The neighbors there to to support her. She tries to stay there to support her through telling Simon. 
but she, I don't think she's main character enough to be the hero, but she does have hero qualities. Mm-hmm. Good points. Thank you. Uh, foolish decisions. Got a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of shit going on. Mm-hmm. You go first. Oh. Uh, my first foolish decision is inviting Gordo in for a tour. Yeah, she... He drops off that bottle of wine, and she's like, hey, come on in. Let me show you a tour of the house. Yeah. I don't know you, like, come back later, or stand and chat on the porch, but it's a guy that you met briefly once. You don't know who he is, what he does. I wouldn't feel comfortable spending a lot of time with him by myself. Unless I recognize who's standing on my porch, I don't even open the door the full way. I crack it, and then Millie is below me, barking, trying to escape. So maybe that does it. So maybe the foolish decision is the wife deciding to do work in front of her glass walls where anyone can see her. Like, work in the back of the house where people at the door can't see you. Okay, so I love that house. It's beautiful. There's a lot of glass. There's a lot of glass. I think you need a lot of, I think you need a lot of plants. You can't, you can't put curtains on them. Gotta get a lot of plants. Oh, I don't know. This is a perfect environment. You gotta have like a jungle in there so they can't see through the, the greenery. Yeah, because even at night, unless there's a special tint on them, right? I mean, unless you oh. get blinds. That's a really good call, though, a special tint or something like that, because I feel like I've seen that. Yeah, but, I mean, if your lights are on, people can see everything that's happening in there. So something had to be figured out. It did bother me that she worked right by the front door in front of those glass windows. It wasn't secluded enough to be like that. Like, it wasn't like a gated home like um, that one house was. The backyard seemed like it was. Yeah. Not the front. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so when they were giving the furniture store their address Mm. right in front of Gordo, and he was loud about it. Mm -hmm. And then they were like, oh, how does he know where we live? Well, you just shouted your address out at the furniture store. But that's like another predictable thing. I was like, oh, he just gave his address very loudly. Of course, this weirdo is going to go to their house. So do you think that Gordo was, like, stalking, or did he just take advantage of an opportunity? Or was he genuinely wanting to be friends, and then once Simon was a dick, he was like, all right, fuck this guy? That's a really good question. I am torn between taking an opportunity and generally, or and genuinely wanting to be friends. Yeah. What do you think? I think he was genuinely looking to be friends. I think so, too. I think he it was curiosity. Like, to... let's see how he turned out. Yeah. I would never. No, I'd see, I'd see them and, like, turn around and walk the other yeah. way. Yeah. I don't need to see your face. There's been... I mean, I still live very close to where mm-hmm. I went to high school. There are so many times when I've been like, oh... Went to high school with that guy. He sat behind me in science. Mm-hmm. And James is like, why don't you say hi? And I'm like, no. 
I don't need to. Yeah. He's like, that's weird. And I'm like, no, you're the only person who went to, like, some fairy tale high school. This that's perfectly normal where I'm sitting. Yep. I wouldn't just say hi to anybody. Yeah. I don't talk to anyone from high school. You talk to a couple people, maybe. I talk to a few. You know who you are. Yeah. So, what's your next one? Um, inviting Gordon to stay for dinner after the tour. A lot of inviting Gordon. And I know she's trying to be very nice, but this is, this is like foolish. You're opening yourself up and you, I would think at that point you could tell that like he's really clingy and you're just encouraging it. Mm-hmm. So... Maybe it's her people-pleasing tendencies. I don't know. I just saw a note. Those glass windows are just begging to be peeked in. <laughs> you know I would. I would, too! Yep. We know it, your daughter would. A hundred percent. I taught her well. <laughs> um, uh, the writing weirdo instead of gordo on the whiteboard, like... It was, what, 20 years ago? Like, yeah. You're just being a dick. Yeah. So I wrote it down as a foolish decision. I don't know if it's a foolish decision. Because it's, like, the privacy of your own home, but, like, was it really necessary? Right. Like, can you grow up a little bit? I don't think he can. <laughs> no. No. I... He comes with another gift... And she invites him in again. I wrote that down too. I said, oh, Gordo showed up again. And she invited him in. I feel like those fish were expensive. Quite, yeah. Especially that big. I was just going to say they were big. Mm -hmm. And I felt really bad when they died. So, he didn't kill them, right? I think he did. But how? Maybe he put poison in there. Maybe put, like, chlorine or something. I don't know. What kills fish besides oxygen? <laughs> Maybe he took them all out and then put them back in. Oh, that would be diabolical. Those poor fish. I know. We have an attack. Well, I don't know. Did you like the koi? We had a koi pond once upon a time. Well, that was neutral. Oh, I loved them. I loved... There were some big ones. Yeah. They, there was that one that grew to be, like, a foot. I liked watching the dogs watch them. I liked the frogs that we got every year. Mm. The tadpoles we got and watched mm-hmm. them grow up. The dogs watching them was cute, too. Mm-hmm. Mom let me, like, name them all after my manga characters that I liked. What, the frogs or the fish? The fish! I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, she, like... Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. Real nerdy. <laughs> That's a good memory. It is. Um, so they go, Gordon invites them to a dinner party at the, his house, and I, I guess Simon has decided that he's going to break up with him. Why would you even accept the invitation? Right. But then you hear, like, Gordon gets a phone call. I'm sure it's a fake phone call. You think? I think it was a fake phone call, yeah. Um... And you, you, he comes in and talks to them about, like, all this bad stuff happening in his home life. He's getting a divorce. He's taking the kids. doesn't want anything to do with them. He's having a really hard time. And Simon decides to just, like, okay, this is the right moment to say I don't want to see him again. 
Like, that's a foolish decision and a dick move. Like, yeah. Let the guy talk. You don't have to bury him under 10 pounds of, sh- 10 pounds of shit. Yeah. I think the better way to go about it would have been to be like, hey, you got a lot on your plate. Maybe now's not a ha- good time to have a dinner party. We'll let you go. Like, let us know later if you want to go out for dinner yeah. somewhere. Call us in a couple weeks when things have settled yes. down. Like, stress, call us. Mm-hmm. Like, don't just show up at the house, mm-hmm. call us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But right away, didn't you know? Like, I immediately, I was like, this house isn't his. No, I had no idea. Oh. I, yeah. wrote it, I wrote that. No way this house is his. Yeah, no, I had no idea. I think I've watched too many scary movies. <laughs> I watched this one and I didn't know. <laughs> funniest part of it. Uh, I was like, maybe his whole family died and then this is like how he's coping. Piggybacking off of the house thing and like the dinner party. Would you have checked out the house when he left? Would you have snooped? I would never have gone upstairs. Yeah. Um, Same. I think I probably like I may, I could see myself strolling around the first floor, like looking at the dining room, going into the kitchen, getting a glass of water. You know, I could have seen myself walking around the first floor, looking at the pictures, whatever. But to go upstairs and start opening doors and shit, I would never have done that. Mm-hmm. Unless I was the only, unless I was looking for a bathroom and there was no powder room or anything on the first floor, which I find hard to believe for how big that house was. Mm-hmm. To yes. know. Would you have? No, I would not have. I that would have been too uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's like breaching, um, like that's hospitality. Like hospitable hospitality. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like there's rules for if you're hosting, and there's rules if you're a guest. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Breaching confidentiality. That's maybe what I wanted to say. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I can see it though. There was one time when Gore or when Simon went to confront Gordon on his own, and I thought it was really dumb. Was it when he went back to that house to ask for the dog or something? Yes, that was it. Because this guy, if you really believe he stole your dog and he's capable of killing those fish, you're gonna go confront him on your own. I just thought that was a really foolish decision. You don't know what he's capable of. I thought it was wild that the cops were like, we can't do anything about your dog. I don't know. So I read it differently. I read it as I can go ask him about your dog, but then he knows you called the police and told him and we can't really do anything anyway. So do you want him to know you called us? So that's how I read that. I read that as the cops thinking, because he was like, we have no evidence. We can't get a search warrant for anything. So, yeah. yeah. So I, I looked at it as the cops doing him a favor almost, Simon a favor. Okay. Interesting. But, go ahead. I don't know. To get my dog back, I would have I said do it anyway. Mm-hmm. 
I would have I would have not have been able to rest. I think it depends on how far you think the person will go. But then at what point can you get a restraining order? Like I truly don't know. Like what point are you like this person is a threat to me. They they've done this 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 and this. Can you just do it or do you have to have some kind of like bad thing like officially on the books? But what did he do to justify the restraining order? He kidnapped the dog and killed the fish. They don't have evidence for that. Uh, but if they went and they, they saw the dog at his house. But they can't go in without him asking them in. But I don't like it. <laughs> I would have told the police to go over. <laughs> So that I think that's the thing. There is no evidence. He's very good at that. And I can see how unhappy you are. <laughs> but it's true. <sighs> okay. <laughs> you accept it and we will move on. <laughs> I don't think I could stay in the house. I agree. So every time something happened, like when she passed out. When she saw the faucet on, when she heard the door open, every one of those, I would have been like, I'm out of this house. I can't do it. I also, I thought it was so dumb. Like, there was one time where she, um, there was one time where in the middle of night she got up because she thought she heard something. She just leaves all the lights off. Like, you're not going to make your job easier and turn on the lights. I would leave the lights off. Oh, I would turn on the lights. See, if you turn on the lights, they know you're coming and they can be ready for you. Well, if then you they keep can them leave. off and are walking <laughs> softly or they could attack you. Uh, I don't know. I turn on the lights because whenever the lights are on, it's not as scary. No, no, not to me. Policemen, I... what do we do? Do we leave the lights off or do we leave the lights on? They're leave gonna... the light on. We'll leave the light on for you. They're going to say you call 911 and get out of the house. <laughs> Email us to romcoms at gmail.com. Yep. Not like me. I get something heavy in my hands and I start walking around the house, opening all the closet doors. Do you know what I do? What? I pretend I didn't hear anything and go back to sleep. (laughs) I've done that a couple of times. Like, thought I heard something and I'm like, eh, it's my imagination. (laughs) And then I just roll over and go back to bed. Sometimes I, I look at the dog. So if the dog isn't disturbed, I'm like, okay, it must be in my head. I'm always like, if I'm not suspecting it, maybe they'll just go away. It's like the rationale. When I was little, I would like pull the blankets up real high and it's like nothing can get through this blanket. I'm completely safe. If I close my eyes, they can't see me. (laughs) Yes. You're still operating on that. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not here. <laughs> Take what you want from the house. Just leave me alone. Mm-hmm. I might be done. I don't know. Actually, I'm probably not. So, the fact that um, Robin stole pills from the neighbor... Foolish decision. And then she found them, like. So, obviously, you were hiding pills wherever you were before. Are you not hiding them in different places? Like, how is he able to find them? Yeah. 
Yeah. But do you think Gordo drugged her? Did he drug that Gatorade? I couldn't tell. I couldn't either. If, if she fainted from the panic attack. That's what I gleaned from it, that it was the panic attack. That's what I thought too. I don't think he did the, drug the Gatorade. Okay. Because I feel like if the, he did, then they would have shown him like tampering with it or something. Because they just showed him holding it. Right. After it spilled. Right. I right. I couldn't tell. No. Oh, you know what was so dumb? Um, so his wife, super jerked up after giving birth in the hospital, she doesn't pick up her cell phone and he's like, I don't have any other options. Call the charge, like call the nurse's station. Like you have the number for the hospital, I'm sure. This is 2015. What are you talking about? Remember whenever he panics because he's not at the hospital and he's, like, driving on his way to the hospital oh, and he tries to, like, get yeah. his wife to pick up the phone and she doesn't answer her cell phone. She's super drugged up because she just had a baby and she's trying to sleep. Yeah. And he doesn't call, like, a, a the nurse's right. station to be like, hey, is my wife in her room? I have a really bad feeling that something is going to happen. Right. Or can you check on her? Like, or make something up. Like, hey, we were on the phone and, like, it cut out. Can you yeah. make sure she's okay? Yeah. No, he just hangs up and doesn't try to call her again. Doesn't try anything else. Yeah. He decides to get there. That was so dumb to me. I'm like, call the hospital. I don't know if I would have thought about that. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. I have this terrible compulsion that if I <laughs> don't get a hold of somebody... And I know that, like, there's other people... Like, I'm going to call all the... I'm going to use all the options. Maybe it's from my profession where if, like, I don't get an answer from somebody, I can, like, call somebody else or just keep going. I think it's from the upbringing because, like, wouldn't it be, like, if a parent couldn't reach one person, then they would call the other and then the other and the other (laughs) until they finally found someone that picked up. I remember I called mom, like... I would call mom, like, three times and she would think it's an emergency and I would just be like... Where's this? <laughs> when you gonna be home? She's like, stop calling me. <laughs> and you were how old? Uh, probably like 14. That makes sense. Yeah. 14, 15. But I, that's my first thought. I was like, call the, call the nurse station. Yeah. It's a good thought. I, but like I said, I don't think it would have crossed my mind. I think it would have been such a panic and concentrating on driving and I would have just been like, I gotta get there. Okay. Um, how many times Jason Bateman lied to Robin? I thought every single time was foolish when he, the past is in the past. I don't know what bygones be, but bygones. Be bygones. Be bygones, thank you. Or, you know, oh, he was really appreciative of the apology. Like, it's all going to come back. So, just be honest. Yeah, he was a real shit. And he was the worst liar. He, I don't think that Jason Bateman gets a lot of appreciation for the range he has. Yes. But he's he's a pretty good actor. Like he played this guy very well. 
Um, I know everybody loves Ozark, but I never watched it. I never watched it either. He's great with comedy. Uh-huh. I just watched that Murderville Christmas special and he yes. was in it and he killed me. I love that so much. And he was making like the person who was supposed to be dead in that laugh. Yeah. Old... <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was so good. I wish they would come back. Yeah, if you guys haven't checked out Murderville on Netflix, it's very good. It's um Will Arnett and they as a detective and everyone has a script except for their their special guests. So the special guest, which is a celebrity, has to improv based on what's going on. It's very good and they're trying to solve a murder. And they're all so funny. Like I couldn't believe how funny Sharon Stone was. See, Annie Murphy, I think that's her name. Yeah. She didn't, she didn't, I didn't laugh at hers. I thought she was pretty, she was fine, but then I loved Marshawn Lynch. I think he was my favorite, and Kumail Nanjiani. Marshawn and Kumail were definitely the best. I mean, and Marshawn did so good, they had him come back for the Christmas special. It's hilarious. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Marshawn Lynch is just a funny guy, though. He is. It's so unexpected, but yes. (laughs) Check out Murderville on Netflix. So good. Yes. Oh, and Conan's on Murderville. Do you remember Conan was like the first episode? That's why I was like, oh, I want to watch this. It was a good one. Yeah. And he solved it. I think he was like one of the only people who solved it. To be fair, they're pretty hard. They are. I don't think I solved any of them. No, I don't think I have either. It's just like a shot in the dark most of the time. Yeah. Because sometimes with the improvising, you don't get the full story. <laughs> oh, sorry, everybody. That um, was me. No, it was both of us. I think. I think we both pushed on the table at the same time. Sorry. <laughs> Try to edit that as best as I can. Uh, I don't know. Oh. I have another one, too. Okay, I'm done. I have one more. And so he gets there, and his wife isn't in the room. Why not ask, like, hey, did you see where my wife went? Did my wife check out? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, should I be panicked? Because she was just in, like, the nursery. Right. And I'm sure they would have been like, oh, she's in the nursery. Or, oh my god, locked down the hospital. Yeah. They would have immediately gone to the nursery, I feel, to check and make sure the baby was there. Mm-hmm. And then they would have, like you said, locked down the hospital. Or whatever you do when a patient's missing. I don't know what you do when a patient's missing. I'm uh, sure there's a code that goes across the hospital. OMG! Another gift! Another gift! Thank you. Wow. <laughs> no, but seriously, what are you still doing up? She I was like, I'm down. I said, yep, if you're awake. He goes, I'll be awake. Don't worry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I looked up the steps and she was sitting there like staring at me. You're like a no, you're a no nap Nancy. No sleep Sally. Right. Ooh, I like it. No sleep Sally. Up, Sally. Let's go. <laughs> I completely just made this up. Oh, what's in it? Okay. One shot of vodka, one shot of Bailey's, uh, one shot of cre- the creme de coco. Ooh. One shot of the hazelnut one, which Ooh, is, the Frangelica or whatever? Yeah. I love Frangelica. The Frangelica? No, 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 the Kahlua. I'm sorry, one shot of Kahlua. Oh, okay. I couldn't find the Frangelica. Wait, which one is the... The woman? Yeah, it's a big tall one. That's, that's the Frangelica. Yeah. Frangelica's in there. 
She looks like Mrs. Buttersworth. Yeah, she does. Yes. <laughs> one. Okay, and then one more I'm missing. Uh, one shot of good diamond. Oh. And what's on top? Uh, what do we put on top? Chocolate sauce. It's nice how it's dripping down there. Chocolate sauce from um, the ice cream. Oh. Nice. Thanks, guys. Thank you for our gifts. Thanks for the gifts. That's they were the better gifts, gifts than the, the movie. That's the last one. one. You know what our next gift is? You go into bed so you yeah. can have a good day tomorrow. Yeah. And get rid of that cough. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I tasted these ones. They were okay. They're, they're okay. Because of the chocolate sauce, probably. And it's very good. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, that's that goes real down nice. Smooth. And the only thing I, I would substitute in, like, we didn't have any chocolate vodka. I was, I thought we had whipped vodka. I wanted to do whipped vodka with it. You know what? I have. I keep vanilla vodka on hand. I have vanilla. We have the vanilla. Okay. But I want the whipped. Okay. I think the vanilla would have battled with the chocolate too much. I want to do like a taste test of the vanilla and the whipped. Yeah, but they Not do. alone, but like maybe yeah. with like. Yeah, I thought we did have whipped. That's weird. No, yeah. I thought we did too. We have vanilla. Mm-hmm. We do. Let's go. Bye. <laughs> so, which drink do you like better? This one. 100% this one. Yeah, this one's good. But it might just be my mood, too. Well, I don't know. This one's actually better balanced, I think. I think I like this one better. I'm not a huge. OJ fan. Gotcha. And I, um, and the first one was what? Cran, OJ, Grenadine, mm-hmm. Gin, and Champagne. I also think how cold this is makes a difference. <laughs> I love how cold it is. It's, it's great. <laughs> it's great. I love the chocolate syrup. This truly is a gift. Is a gift. Hmm. Well, that's nice. Well, guys, the gift signature drink we tried may not have played out, but we did get gift drinks. Ooh, I just got a good taste of the Frangelica. I love Frangelico. I don't have it. Oh. I just, it's not in my repertoire, but I like it, and Mm -hmm. I know it looks like Mrs. Buttersworth. It's a strange bottle. She's like a curvy woman, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't know why, but yeah. Maybe it's because of her big hazelnuts. <laughs> I don't know what that means. All right, are we done with foolish decisions? I don't know. Probably. We're all over the place with this guy. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Scare factors. All right, there's a few, okay? It is a creepy movie, okay? The fact that Gordo always shows up when Simon's at work and he can see the wife and then wants to stick around, that's creepy to it's me. It's very predatorial. Yes. It's, t- it's almost taking advantage of her personality. Mm-hmm. And I don't think she thinks that way. Mm-hmm. But I think the audience is made to believe that. Yes, I agree. Um, I do think the gifts themselves are unsettling. Like, just having a gift waiting for you on your doorstep, mm-hmm. it was very eerie. Do you think he was, like, in the bushes waiting to see them come home to get them? I bet they were. Or I bet he was. How did you feel about his 
smiley faces and like sad faces he would put on his notes. Did that like creep you out at all? I thought it was just a childish thing. Yeah, it gives you a peek at his like where he's stuck. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So I didn't think it was scary. I was mostly like, oh, like he's still kind of immature and stuck in this like teenager thing. Yeah. It was sad. Yeah. And even though, like, what got to me about Simon? He's like, fuck this guy. My dad knocked me around and I got past it. And now he can't do this. This isn't my fault. This is him. Well, no, sir. Your dad knocked you around and then you made other people miserable like Gordon. But also, from what we learned, Gordon's dad tried to burn him alive? Yes. Because of what you did. Mm -hmm. And then, did you make something of yourself? Or did you do shady shit like you did with this Daniel guy? Mm -hmm. And cheat everybody to get somewhere? Like, it's just... You can't trust anything Simon says. Right. So. Um, I There were two jump scares. Yes. What was your first one? Jangles jumping at the window. Oh, no. That wasn't one of mine. Oh, I'm very curious to see what, what yours was. So my first jump scare, she was dreaming... And she was in the shower, and when she wiped the fog away, Gordon's face was there. That got me. Did that get you? Yeah. Okay, that was one of yours. That yeah. was scary. That was very scary. I actually, like, did, like, a little, like, oh! Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bernard and I both did. Yeah. <laughs> and I felt bad, because my cat got really pissed and jumped off the bed. Like, it was funny. Like, I did it, and she went, like, on all fours and, like, jumped and then landed <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> So what was your other one? Oh, that was that was it. What was your other one? Uh, when he first came onto the camera with the monkey mask, it that didn't. Got me. Okay, I was expecting something weird for some reason. It didn't get me. Oh, if it had just been his face, I wouldn't have jumped. I think, but since it was the monkey mask, because it wasn't just like when you think a monkey mask, you think the gorilla head with the fur and everything. This thing was like a paper mache homemade freaky fucking monkey mask. Do you know what it reminded me of? What? The Wolfman mask in Us. Like how that was unsettling. Okay. And I thought it was funny that we had like back to back. Yeah. That's a great point. But yeah, it was very weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely thought that so I was expecting some audio recording or some, like, mm-hmm. visual recording of what was going on. But the DVD was very creepy. Yeah. And I didn't like that he, I think he groped the wife, right? Did he touch her boob and, like, grab her boob? Or do you think it was under? I mean, regardless, it's not good touching. I thought he straddled her and started touching her stomach. Okay, you don't think it was the boobs? I don't know. Okay. I thought he grabbed, like, one of her boobs. He might have. But either way, it was not okay. Right. But, um, yes. 
Because you don't know what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. And you're in a place you're not supposed to be. You're dressed weird. She's unconscious. It, it is. It was very unsettling and creepy. And it was the kind of creepy that you can actually see happening in real life. Mm-hmm. Which makes it more so. So do you think that he ended up raping her or do you think it was just to get into Simon's head? I think it was absolutely to get in Simon's head. I agree. I think he's a better person than Simon is and he's not going to really do anything that fucking vile. Yes. I I think this was all geared to get back at Simon. He wanted him to question everything for the rest of his mm-hmm. life. I don't think he's going to hurt Robin. I think he actually, I think he genuinely liked Robin. Mm-hmm. I think so too. I think he was probably really surprised that Simon's wife would be decent. Mm-hmm. I did think for about two to three minutes um, that it was his baby and he like turkey basted her. <laughs> it was like Maggie's plan all over again. Yes. Yes. So there was an alternate ending or there is an alternate ending that shows that Gordo didn't actually rape her. Oh, oh, okay. So they left it more subjective. Yeah, and this one. Um, but again, in that alternate ending, he allows Simon to think that he did. Okay. Because I think he did here, too. I think he allows Simon to think that. So Simon's not sure mm-hmm. whose baby it is. Because mm-hmm. he's like, you just want me to tell you. And he's like, I'll tell you, I didn't do it. Or did I? Yeah. So I liked that part. I mean, there were parts of this movie that I liked, But I think overall it was just very slow and a little predictable. Yeah. I I don't know. Um, I think they... Joel Edgerton did a good job of creating tension. You're worried about Jangles, the dog. Mm. Well, you're always worried about a dog. If you're... Actually, I can't say that because in the lodge we didn't give a fuck. Oh, it's because it was a shitty dog. I hate those dogs. I hate those Bichon Frigés, Frise, whatever the fuck those little white cotton balls are. Yeah. I don't like them. Okay, so if you have the right kind of dog in the movie, we care about it. Like, if you had a Jangles, or if you had, like, a Lab, or a... Mostly, I just, like, I wouldn't care if it was a Chihuahua. Oh, that's rough. I think they're terrible dogs. I think they're mean. And they're always shaking and they're like always have snaggle teeth and big eyes and they're like, ah, you know, right? I don't know anything. I think it's to get you, what do you do? This is a different, I love it. What do you do if you're not a dog person and you watch movies that try to play on your emotions about dogs? What if you hate dogs and you watch fear? Are you like, good, I'm glad that fucking dog's dead. <laughs> I don't know if I know a person who has an outright hate for dogs. Even people I know who have been like bit by dogs and have had traumatic experiences with dogs still end up liking dogs. No, there are people out there who hate dogs. Evil people. Do you think they watch like Marley and me and they're like, yeah, that fucking dog died. <laughs> The art of racing in the rain, and then they're like, yeah, you get it. That dog's dead. People who hate dogs, email us. 
toasttorancoms at gmail.com. Do you celebrate when a dog dies <laughs> in a movie? Not real life. We're not taking it that far. Yeah. I generally think it's just more sad when animals die. They're so innocent. I, If I'm driving and I see like a dead squirrel in the middle of the road, I go, oh, poor guy. I do too. Like, mm, I hope it was painless, buddy. I don't know. But if I saw a dead person, I'm just kidding. I would have called the police. <laughs> this has gone down the dark path. <laughs> I'm I'm the person like if I see a deer on the side of the road and it's not dead yet, I call nine one one. Me too. Yeah, I Me do. Me too. You gotta you gotta yep put it out. And they always ask for my name, and I'm like, how many how many records do they have? Telling about deer. I think I've only done it twice. I think I've only called 911 like four times. Two for deer, one for reckless driving that we witnessed that was insane. Oh, I think I've done that too. Like, I actually felt threatened. Yeah. And then there was an insane fire on 376 on my way home one day. No way. Yeah. And then 911 was like actually busy and they were like, oh yeah, a lot of people have called to report this. And I was like, "Mm, that makes sense. No, I think I've I think I've called it a good seven times. That's hey, better safe than sorry. Oh, didn't you call it when I fainted? Yep, I called for you. I called for mom. Dear, three times I think a person walking up a street in McKeesport with no pants on. Ooh, and reckless driving. Hey, those reckless drivings. You never know if they have a gun in their glove compartment. What are they going to do whenever they... Drinking. Like, are they that drunk? They don't... Like, they're all over the place. Oh, yeah. Hey. Safety first. We are concerned citizens. We're doing our jobs. (laughs) We probably just sound insane. Probably. These probably... People are listening like, these dumb bitches... Drink your gifts and be gone. Stop talking already. (laughs) You said this was going to be short. An hour and 18 minutes. I don't think we've talked about the movie a lot. Um, Are we done with scaries? I'm never done with scaries. Did you think it was scary whenever the the rock went through the window or no? Yes, I I did. Okay. Um, because at that point I thought it was going to be like some weird, like Rambo type ambush and he was going to take out like the whole dinner party. The war background hadn't, like you were waiting for something like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I did think that was scary, but like you said, it was a good twist. Mm -hmm. I loved the twist Mm -hmm. because at that point, karma's coming from Simon. Absolutely. And he's getting what... He has coming. Absolutely. I put karma, lost job, lost wife. Yep. Yeah. You, you really can't underestimate karma. It. I truly believe in it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everybody gets that what's coming to them. Mm-hmm. F- for sure. Um, so I think we forgot to mention this at the beginning because no one dies except for the koi. But we usually have a category that's like, who deserves to die? And I think Simon deserves to die, even though he doesn't die. I would agree with you. He's a bad person. He He hurts people. Yes. He is shallow, 
doesn't give a fuck about anybody else. Mm -hmm. Who knows if he actually cares about his wife? I think he just wants things. I think he just wants... Well, it's status. Yes, yes. Like, he needs a wife to complete the picture. He needs to succeed in business. And since he has a wife, a baby's the next step. Mm -hmm. So that's what he's going for. He also, he has no remorse. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, that apology. Yeah. Like, just tell me you accept it. The fact that his whole rant about how it's not his fault, like, what happened with Gordon, all that. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. So he deserved to die even though he didn't. The Koi did not. The Koi did not. Who's going to therapy? Robin. I think she needs it. I think she needed it before all of this. I think she will do it though. Yeah. Yeah. I think her neighbor friend will tell her go to therapy. Mm. Do you think she's going to move in with the neighbors? No. Or do you think she's going to stay in the house? I think, I don't think so. I think she'll move somewhere else. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah, I couldn't stay in that house. Do you think Simon tells her that the baby might not be his? Oh, that's a great question. Because I think he would, because he is so rocked by everything. I don't think he would. Okay. For one reason... And that is to protect his reputation. Mm. I think he'd be too concerned she would tell somebody and then there would be this rumor that the baby might not be his and that would hurt how he looks to other people. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. My question to you is, do Robin and Gordon get together eventually? No. Absolutely not. You don't think? <laughs> no way, Jose. I want them to heal each other. Uh, you've been reading too much romance. Okay. When you... So there were three wrapped packages, right? In the baby carrier. One, two, and three. Mm-hmm. What would you have opened first? Three or one? One. You gotta go in order. I would have opened... I would have opened them in numerical order. See, I would have gone with three first. I would have gone like a countdown. Three, two, one. Hmm. That's interesting. No, I think I've just done way too many advent calendars. I gotta go in order. <laughs> okay. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> I had to think if I had where they countdowns. They're not. Okay. Oh. Would you survive this? Yes. Yeah. I wouldn't have married that big dick of a husband I mean you don't know people are manipulated yeah I would have survived this because I would have probably been very much like Robin except the first time Gordon comes to my door and sees me through the glass I move my workspace so Uh he can't see uh huh Mm -hmm. I always work from bed anyway sometimes I do yeah um, okay. Um, final, 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 final thoughts? One more fact from IMDb. I wrote down at one point, like, man, that hair color. Right, I did too. Well, it was on purpose. Okay. The bad red-brown hair dye was on purpose to make him look off okay. to the audience. Was the earring part of that as well? Didn't say. Because the earring I didn't care for. But it might just be my personal decision. It's the only flaw Harrison Ford has. 
He has Did he get it for his 50th? I think he got it because his son told him it would be cool, but I also could be making that up. Okay. I don't fact check anything. Um, we totally missed the boat on not picking a drink with Gatorade, by the way. They I've, must have contributed a lot of money to this movie. I thought about that. I honestly thought about Gatorade and vodka, just something super, like, mm-hmm. but I was like, oh, that's too much like college. Just like the Kool-Aid and the beer. Ugh, no, I never want to do that again. Do you notice how great the wife looked after giving birth? She looked wonderful. Her eyebrows, the entire movie, I was like, her eyebrows are awesome. Sometimes I look at people and I'm just like, man, your eyebrows. Me too. I just want nice eyebrows. Honestly, I think about getting my eyebrows done all the time. Is that microbladed? That's the one. Yeah. I think. I don't know. There's two procedures and I'm not sure which ones. But... I, I want the one that Alice has because I stare at her eyebrows longingly all the time. Yeah. If you're listening, Alice... Great eyebrows. Great eyebrows. Wonderful eyebrows. Nice job. I thought you were going to say nice jugs for some <laughs> no. reason, but she also but has she also too. has nice jugs. Shout out to Alice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if she listens, but I know her husband does, and I'm sure oh, he'll be getting a laugh at all this. Um, oh, do you know what I did like about this? What? The wife going through the husband's stuff. Love a good snoop. Oh, yeah. She knew where his key would be. She looked at it. She gathered her own evidence. See, that's the stuff of heroes. She took matters into her own hands. Good call. Yeah. Yeah. And But also, foolish decision, why wouldn't she have just Google searched Gordon Mosley and the name of the school? Why did she use a landline and not a cell phone? <laughs> I almost just blew snot out my nose. <laughs> Um, Some things just don't make sense. It's so true. I had one more fun. I had two more final thoughts, maybe. Oh, I wanted to mention that I think I see a horror trope with shower scenes. I feel mm. like there's a lot of shower scenes in horror movies. Or is it just, like, a common thing with movies? Now I have to look back at our movies we've done and watch them have no shower scenes. Well, we know there is one in My Bloody Valentine. Yes, there's one in My Bloody Valentine. I think that might be it. Hang on, hang on. No to the Exorcist. No to Us. No to Parasite. Right. What's this one? No No to Child's Play. Yeah. All right. Well, this might have to be explored. Okay. We'll keep tallies. But I just feel like they always show... I don't know. Okay. Well, never mind. We'll make a note. We'll keep it up. We'll keep looking. Maybe I'm just thinking of The Grudge. I don't remember that movie, but for some reason I don't remember it being as scary as The Ring. The Ring is terrifying. And I know you have a specific experience with it, but even without that, it's terrifying. I conquered my fear, and I actually found it slow watching it oh, no recently. Way. Mm-hmm. All right. So, maybe, it's on my list, maybe in like six to nine months we'll revisit. Okay. But I wasn't as terrified now. All right. Maybe it's because I've moved on to bigger and badder. 
Could be. I mean, want to watch the Terrifier. Listen. Is the ring a thing? And I also just keep thinking about Hell House. I also think The Conjuring is probably really, like, it's up there too. Yeah. I want to do it, but I don't want to put you through it. It's real scary. It's real scary. One last final thought. Truly the last one. Remember how Gordon was like, you can see it in the eyes when he's talking about like the baby. And I was like, no, you can't, you dummy. Their eyes change color. You don't know what their eyes are going to look like until what? Three months, four months, five months, six months? So they, maybe six weeks. I'm not sure. I can't remember, but they change color. They're not always the color that they are when they're born. So they chose a baby with brown eyes. They both had brown eyes. No, Simon does not have brown eyes. Joel Edgerton does. So they chose a baby with brown eyes to make it seem like it was a possibility. I'm just saying. I feel like a lot of... I I don't know. All right. That's fine. But he didn't do it. No, he didn't do it. He didn't do it. He's not going to hurt Robin. (laughs) Cut that out. I can't. You can't. It's a part of me. <laughs> okay. Martini glasses. This movie, it gets a three. I was getting it a 2.5. It is right smack dab in the middle. I think it's more entertaining than you're giving it credit for, but it's not a true horror movie. Is it slow at points? Yes. Could it be a little predictable? Yes. But... There are some good red herrings in there or twists and turns. And I like who the villain turns out to be because it's unexpected. I'm giving it halfway because it was so slow and because it's not a true horror. I do appreciate the jump scares, but like there's that point where Robin's pregnant and they have like there's like that time passing scene and I'm like, what the fuck are we even doing here? Oh, I thought that was well done. Oh. There you go. I don't know. Listen, I know one thing, and I know Koi Martini gets a zero martini oh, loss. God. It gets negative. However, this last drink Bernard gave us, it gets a hundred stars. A hundred stars. A hundred martini glasses. That's right. No, this last drink is delicious. I... Like, I don't know if I've ever had a dessert drink even in, like, a bar that's this good. Yeah, it's delicious. Like, I love a good espresso martini, but, like, I think this is even better. Mm-hmm. It's great. Um, I just had a panic because I was like, oh, my God, do I have to go to work tomorrow? But it's the weekend. <laughs> so, what movie are we doing next, Allison? <sighs> I wrote down the movie Creep. Never this, heard of it. It's 2014, but this movie... I'm not doing this. I want to keep... <sighs> okay. So, I want to do Scream, but then Creep came up with this, and it's an hour and 17 minutes, and it's really strange and unusual, and I don't know if we should watch it or not. It's Mark Duplass. It's an independent film. Super low budge. But then I also want to do like something like... Uh, Here's my question. Is Creep... Can you stream Creep for free? Yeah. Then I say let's do it because people can listen to this, know to watch it. It's streaming for free on... 
It's on Netflix. Yeah. So, Netflix, watch Creep and be ready, because it's unusual, strange, and not very well known. But Scream is also free. (laughs) We'll do Scream in a little bit. Alright. I love Scream. I love Scream, too. The question will be, do we do all the Screams in a row? I know. I could do that run. I could do that run, too. They're all so fucking good. Except for number three is a little weak. I haven't watched three in ages. I've watched one. I've watched two. I've, I haven't watched the most recent one. Oh. Mm-hmm. Did you watch four? Because I think four is a dark horse. I don't remember. It has one of the Calkins in it. I don't know. Okay. And Roberts. Emma Roberts. No. You didn't watch it. I don't think so, but I could be wrong. It could be another The Gift. <laughs> Please go on Instagram at Toasty Horror, T O A S T Y H O R R O R. Lots of drinks posted, lots of places around Pittsburgh posted. Um, if you're coming into town, um, or if you're if you're looking for a date night, like don't sleep on our movie and cocktail pairings. Like there's a lot of good things out there. Um, if you want to go back to the rom-com section, we have a lot. Check out the website, www.toasttoromcoms.com, um, and you can check out the movie and the pairings there. Like, it's just cool. I was just going to say, with rom-coms, I just watched The Holiday again. I love that movie. And our drink pairing for that was very good, too. I think it was the M80. It was like a champagne grenadine kind of thing. Yeah. And that ended up being really good. Yeah. So, So. check it out. On the website, we tell you if we like the drinks and the movies together. Please click those stars on whatever listening platform you're using. Leave us a review. Email us. We ask tons of questions. Give us movie suggestions. Give us drink suggestions. We love this shit. We love interacting with the audience, so please do so. Do it. Other than that, watch yeah. Creep on Netflix. Hey, and a special thanks to Bernard for two gifts. Bernard really saved our fucking asses today. Otherwise, we'd be vomiting in the bathroom right now. I really agree. <laughs> yeah. So shout out to Bernard for being our bartender of choice. Yeah. I'll pay him later. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, drink this chocolate drink. Yeah. I'll have to, he, he said what it was, but I'll have to write it down and post it. Yeah. All right. Until next time, watch up. Drink up. And cheers.